0: We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI Radio Broadcasting Network. Prepare yourselves and get ready and allow the Spirit of the Lord to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter. To make that confession of
1: faith tonight,
0: uh, say it. I will never be the same. I have to be with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I want to welcome each and every person to Must Be Kingdom International Ministries, Kingdom Encounter Bible Study. Hallelujah. I'm your host, Apostle Anther. Hallelujah. I want to give thanks first and foremost to our Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Oh, God, without him, where would we be? Where would we go? What would we do? Amen. I bless him. Hallelujah. He is the head of my life. I, I want to thank, hallelujah, My wife, hallelujah, who keeps everything intact in the home, in the ministry, hallelujah, and in the spirit realm. Glory be to God. I just give praise and honor. Hallelujah to her. Amen. And uh, all of our sons and daughters throughout the uh, country and in other countries, Africa, uh, a couple of other countries, amen. Glory be to God. Honor goes out to you and those apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, preachers. Overseers, deacons, mothers, hallelujah, janitors, wherever you may be in your respectful place, hallelujah, know that you are honored, hallelujah, glory be to God, it doesn't matter what you do or what you have, hallelujah, you are a child of God and deserve to be honored, kings and queens, hallelujah, glory be to God, oh glory, so I just want to first and foremost prayer here, hallelujah, glory be to God, before we go into prayer, Amen. How many of you know that the Lord is breaking chains? There's power. Hallelujah. There's power in the name of Jesus. How many of you know that? That there's power in the name of Jesus. We give him honor. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, glory be to God. We thank you. In Jesus' name, we give praise and honor to you. For you are worthy to be praised. There is none like you, O God. O Lord, we thank you for what you're about to do in this hour. Glory be to God. We give you all the praise and all the glory. For there is none like you, O God. Hallelujah. And we just give you praise in honor in Jesus' name. I'm going to turn the mic over to my wife as she goes ahead and begins to lift up the name of the Most High to open Hallelujah, the doors. Hallelujah, and let the glory fall down upon this line. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give thanks and praise and honor. Hallelujah. Prophetess uh, Baxter, are you uh, with us?
1: Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah, Father, we thank you, Father. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we just bless and praise your name, Father God. We honor you, Father God. We thank you for another gift of life, Father God. Hallelujah in this day we've never seen before. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray right now, hallelujah, God, that your anointing powers may fall, Father God. Holy Spirit, you are welcome have your way on tonight in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. Let the floodgates of heaven just flow out, hallelujah, upon your people in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. And Father, I just pray that each and every individual that tune in, Father God, to listen at this broadcast, Father God, be healed, delivered, and start free, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. As you use your pocket on tonight, Father God, oh God, let our hearts and minds touch on one another. One agreeance, agreeance right now In the mighty name of Jesus On so one accord, Father God Praying right now, Father God That no weapons formed against him Shall prosper, Father God Hallelujah, canceling out every plot plan And scheme of the, the Name of Jesus, hallelujah In advance, Father God Open oh, orders, Father God cause you use your pocket on tonight, Father God Giving each and every individual, Father God Hallelujah, the anointing, hallelujah, Lord, we just ask that right now that every distraction became of Jesus, oh God, you came the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Hallelujah, O oh God, that no weapons formed against him shall prosper. No weapon formed against your shall prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God But we give you all the glory We give you all the honor, Father God Hallelujah, oh God Break the chains, Father God We thank you, Father God Even for loosening shackles, Father In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God We glorify you, Father God Hallelujah, oh God For everything, oh God That's getting ready to transpire, Father God Counseling out, hallelujah And taking under captivity, Father Every Leviathan, Python spirit, Father God Every witch, every warlock, Father God Hallelujah! Turn over the cordons, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God! Oh God! Bless and praise your name, oh God, even for taking, hallelujah, every lurking spirit that's been on assignment, Father God, every fiery dot, Father God, that's been fired towards your people in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Oh God, we just ask right now that a shift may take place in the atmosphere, Father, in the name of Jesus, oh God, as we're pulling down every vain thought and imagination, Father God, hallelujah,
0: Hallelujah.
1: Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah, Father. We just thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. As we canceling Hallelujah. The distraction, Father God, of the enemy, Father God, as He's trying to cut out this prayer, Father God. But as we come together, Father God, hallelujah, is iron sharpening iron in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Lord God, we just bless and praise your name, Father God, for the turnarounds in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Hallelujah, that your will and your way that it shall be done. Hallelujah, right here on earth as it is in heaven. Father, we glorify we give you honor and we give you all the praise. In Jesus name it is done and it is so. Amen.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. I want to say uh we apologize for the technical difficulties we're going through. Some uh some some things here. Amen. Glory be to God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Yes, this word must you must not want this word to go out. Hallelujah. Spiritual warfare. Hallelujah. How many of you know that the enemy does not want you to know how to defeat him, how to war against him? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Tonight. Hallelujah. It's going to be your night, hallelujah, to begin to overthrow and overturn. Hallelujah, the enemy. Hallelujah. How many of you guys are tired of being beat down and you wake up in the morning, you're waking up in a headlock. You can't think straight. Negative things is coming to your mind. Your day gets started off in an oppression and a depression because all you're thinking about is negative things, but this is not the way that you uh, wanted the morning to go or- you expect it to wake up. So hallelujah, we're going to figure out how we can overthrow the enemy on today to where when you wake up tomorrow morning, you'll wake up giving the enemy karate chops. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So first off, let's go over, hallelujah, our schedule. So on Wednesdays, we have Kingdom Encounter Bible Study here at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amen at the number in which you've called in. And for those that are on podcast, hallelujah, we will listen to this at a later time. Take this number down, 515-605-9839. On Fridays, we have beta mentoring at the same time, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, beta mentoring, we have many different up-and-coming leaders come on and exercise their gifts and talents. Amen. So it's a place where individuals can build their confidence, hallelujah, and weep on their lives. Amen. Hallelujah. On Saturdays, we have Hour of Power. This is a prayer line my wife, Prophetess Donna Baxter, holds, and it is on fire. Amen. It's held at noontime Pacific Standard Time, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Standard time. We're making a change. The number was the 727 area code. We are changing that to the podcast number 515 605 9839. For those that uh, tune in, please make sure that you write the number down 515 605 9839. And we will be posting it out on Facebook and other social networks in which individuals uh, come from. Amen. On Saturday, we have My Brother's Keepers. Amen. Uh, That's at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hallelujah. And this is our men's ministry where we're going over the measures of a man. How many of you know that to be a man, there are qualifications? Amen. Amen. Just like the job you work, you their qualifications. Either you qualify, or you don't. Now to be a mature man, Hallelujah, a mature leader, or a leader in the days of old, you had to qualify. If you look at the Book of Timothy and Titus, it talks about a bishop, Amen, Hallelujah. It talks about uh, uh, deacons, Amen, and the qualifications to be one. One of the problems we have today is no one is qualifying the leadership by the Bible, Amen. If they have a, a, a Ph.D. in divinity and have gone to seminary and all these things, you know, okay, that's enough. But what about the power? Hallelujah. That's the knowledge. But what about the power? And the power only comes from the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So we must, hallelujah, begin to qualify, hallelujah, the men and women of God to make sure that they line up with the Word of God and they're full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. So today, as I stated, we're going to be speaking on spiritual warfare. This is our sixth week in uh, basic training. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So we're going to go ahead and get equipped with some of the tools, the basic tools, hallelujah, that are used in warfare. And I'm quite sure you guys are familiar with the scripture where we're going, Ephesians chapter 6. In verse ten, but before we before we get going, make sure you have your notepad, your pen, and your Bible. Makes no sense being on this line teaching and not taking notes. When you were in school, you would take notes when the teacher would teach because he would have a test coming. He's going to give you the test. The Spirit of the Lord was, uh, is going to allow things to go on in your life. Hallelujah! To see if you caught what you should be receiving to be able to overcome and overturn the enemy in your life. Amen. So please go get your pen, your tablet, your Bible, take notes, go back over those notes. Amen. The Bible says to study the word. Don't just read it or, or just listen to it or or, 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 or just listen to someone tell you it, but study it so that you can get it in you and activate it and move in it so that you can do everything that God has called for you to do. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So let's go to Ephesians chapter 6, and we're going to start at verse 10. Ephesians chapter 6, and we're going to start at verse 10. Amen. Here we go. It reads, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Why take to you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand? Verse 14, therefore, having your loins girded, with truth and having on the breastplate of right and your feet should with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all take the shield of faith which with you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Amen. Father, your word is blessed, and we thank you for it. Holy Spirit, move me behind the cross that you may have your way. Move mightily with power that your word may go forth with your anointing that as it plays. In the next weeks, days, and years, that your anointing will come through the speakers, through the headphones, hallelujah, and transform the lives of those listening. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen, and amen, hallelujah, glory be to God. So the Bible tells us to put on the full armor of God, amen. The Bible lets us know that we are not to wrestle against flesh and blood. The Bible also tells us who we're fighting against and the different levels that we are fighting against. Amen. Hallelujah. To you is why are you fighting your brother and your sister? Why are you fighting? in your emotions about something they did out of character doesn't even fit them because the Bible says that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Amen? Wrestle is a key word. Now, if you know anything about wrestling, you're on the ground. You're you're getting different holds to try to pin a person down to prevent them from moving. You, you want to get on top of them. You want to put them in a head. You want to put them in a full Nelson and, and, and pin them down. Amen. Hallelujah. So how many of you know that the enemy and yourself are wrestling to pin you down, to get you in a position to where you can't move, like being addicted to drugs and alcohol, to where you want to get off but you can't move? You're in that position. You're in that state. Amen. Wrestling. Hallelujah. But what we want to learn how to do is overthrow. Amen. If you ever seen someone wrestling and they're pinned down and all of a sudden they spin up and they put the person that was on top of them on the ground and now they're on top. Amen. And pinning them down. This is what we want to do. We want to learn how to overthrow, overturn. Hallelujah, that spirit and take power, hallelujah, and cast him out. Amen. Glory be to God that we are able to take back, hallelujah, and not, hallelujah, wrestle. Not against flesh and blood. We ain't fighting against our brothers. We ain't fighting against our sisters. We're not fighting against these people. We're fighting against different levels of demonic spirits in the spirit realm. Amen. The Bible tells us, hallelujah, that we are wrestling against principalities. That's everyone wrestles against the principalities. Amen. Anger, rage, all of these principalities. Amen. Against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, the governmental figures, against spiritual wickedness in high places, those territorial demons that are over countries and, and things of this nature. So there's different levels of demonic activity. Amen. Hallelujah. You know what they say? They say say the, uh, the higher you go, the greater the flow of the demonic activity in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. This is why it's been prayed up. You're opening your ears open. Hallelujah. So you can know what's going on around you. Hallelujah. The Bible then tells to put on the whole armor of God amen, that we may be able to withstand in the evil day, withstand in the evil day. People, how many of you know that we are in the evil days, amen, and we must learn how to stand, hallelujah, in this time that we're in, glory be to God, hallelujah. So there, there's equipment, there's there's things that we must wear, hallelujah, that we must put on, amen. See, back in those days, they, were, they used this armor because of the Roman soldiers. So they were able to use it as an analogy. Hallelujah. So what we're doing is we're putting on Jesus. Amen? We're putting on Jesus. But to say that to these people back then, they wouldn't have un- understood. So they used this analogy. Amen? So here we are. Satan functions in the realm of lies, myths, smoke and mirrors. And intimidation this is how he he functions go to first peter chapter eight or five in verse eight it talks a little bit about this first peter chapter five and we're going to look at verse eight see we must be sober be vigilant why because our adversary the devil is a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour. He's walking around just looking, waiting for someone to sin so he can have legal right to come into your life and begin to torment you. He's just waiting. If you could see in the spirit realm right now, what you would see is you would see a lot of demons all around you just waiting for you to sin. So they would have legal right to begin to attack your mind, attack your body, attack your finance, attack you. Amen. Glory be to God. Second Corinthians. Let's see what Second Corinthians chapter two and verse 11 has to say pertaining to this topic. Amen. Glory be to God. Chapter uh, two. And we're going to go to verse 11 in Second Corinthians in, in Corinthians two and eleven and it reads At least satan should get in advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices see it's important that we understand how satan moves so we're not ignorant of his devices the things he uses how he uses them you know my wife was talking earlier about the little white lies you see, the world says it's okay. It's just a little white lie. It ain't nothing serious. It's not like you're lying about somebody killing somebody or something like that, you know. This is just a little white lie. You know, like when the phone rings and your mom says, tell him I ain't here. And you'd be like, uh, yeah, no, she ain't here. Understand this. To God, that's just like murdering somebody. It's a lie. You see, we we, we as parents, we kind of set our kids up. Just to sin. By telling them a little thing, when the Jehovah Witness come to the door, y'all know your parents did this, see, Jehovah Witness come, they see them coming, hey, go answer the door, tell them that I'm asleep. What you do, you go tell them that, hey, my mom is asleep. And then they try to talk to you a little bit, but you slam the door on the face. And and and, and a white lie. These these little lies open the door for the enemy to come in and have legal right to come into your life. Legal right. What do I mean? When you break a law on the earth, the police have a legal right to pull you over, to ask you for your, your ID and your, your, your insurance and all this stuff, and please don't have a, a warrant because then they have the right to take you to jail. Amen? So when you break a spiritual law, that gives Satan the right to come into your life. And arrest you, bind you up, keeping your emotions in your head, all that kind of stuff. Amen. But we thank the Lord for His mercy and His grace because all we need to do is to repent sincerely. And as we repent sincerely, hallelujah, and our lawyer goes to the judge and says, Well, hey, I've already paid for that. Amen. That takes away that legal right as we turn, repent. And now, We can cast him out because he does not have legal right to be in your life. Amen. Glory be to God. Satan should not get the advantage over us. We should be studying the word. We should be studying our enemy so that we are not ignorant of his devices. Amen. Glory be to God. I'm going to take you one more place. Let's go to John chapter and verse 31 and 32. John chapter 8. Verse thirty one and thirty two. These are basic weapons. Hallelujah! That we're going to be talking about here. Just basic. We're going to go into more advanced weapons here next week. But we're gonna we're gonna get down to the nitty gritty here, so that we can have and know and not be ignorant to the uh, moves of the, uh, the enemy. Amen. Thirty one. Verse thirty one of chapter 8 of John, reads this. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, you in my word. Then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Free from what? Free from the bounds of Satan. Free from giving him legal right because you understand and are moving in the truth. You see, one of the big problems today is we're moving in a truth, but it's the world's truth. It's your grandmother's truth. It's your pastor's truth. But it's not the truth that Jesus is speaking about in the Word. Because if it was, you would be free. It's what the Bible says. You will be free of sickness. You'll be free of disease. You'll be free. You won't have be confused. You won't be full of rage. You won't be watching porno. You won't be out there promiscuous because you know the truth. And the truth of Jesus Christ that he came and preached will set you free. Amen. Glory be to you. Uh, Glory be to God. I hope I'm helping someone here and someone here. Glory be to God. So let's go on down to our protective vest, our protective vest. Hallelujah. Righteousness. This bulletproof vest was one of the great inventions for soldiers and law enforcement. Okay. Now now they, they 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 are working to make it uh, better and slicker. I mean, you know they used to be big and bulky, but now it's just like a a flat jacket. I mean, they're just real thin and are able to stop some of the some some really big bullets from big guns. Amen. Amen. It's like a, a, a like a second skin so that the fighter barely even knows it's there. Now, understanding uh righteousness and and practical Practical righteousness, uh, I should rather have a soldier at my side that didn't understand uh, positional righteousness and live practical righteousness, practical righteousness instead of positional righteousness. Then one, the one who understands the entire Bible and live none of it makes no sense understanding the bible but not living the bible makes no sense here let me let me let me help you out go to proverbs 12 and verse 28 proverbs 12 and verse 28 i think it can explain it a little bit better all right hallelujah proverbs 12 and 28 this is what it reads here we go in the way of righteousness is life and in the path thereof there is no death. So in righteousness is life. And in the past pathway thereof, there is no death. There is eternal life for those that are walking righteous. So key to sanctification, once again, is receiving it, not trying to work for it. You don't need to live better. You need To love better. Let me repeat that. Let me repeat that. You don't need to live better. Love better. See, too many of us is trying to live a perfect life, but love nobody. When we need to live, but love everybody. The Bible says to love God with all of yourself, mind, body, and soul. And the next thing it tells us is to love thy neighbor. First two commandments. If we could do those two, there's no need for the other eight. But we're too busy trying to do the other eight and not really paying attention to the first two because we're trying to live and not love. Hallelujah. Do you love, do you love those that have done you dirty? done you're wrong. You see, these are the things that we need to be trying to work on to live right by loving right. Amen. The greatest blessing that you can get from God blessing that you can get. Abraham was a friend of God. Amen. That's the highest thing that you can get. But to be a friend of God you must love like God. Can you do that? Can you love that person that put you down, that talked behind your back, you know, that friend? What about that boyfriend that cheated on you? Can you love him? What about that woman, hallelujah, that just was with you for your money and, and took you? Can you love her? Amen? Hallelujah. Look, at they pulled Jesus' beard out, hallelujah, with tweezers and, and beat him to a pulp where his mother couldn't even recognize him. But you know what he said? He said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. He loved them despite what they did to him. Can you do that? Hallelujah. Can you do that? Ah, yes, Lord. Righteousness. 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 It it, it covers your, your key organs, your heart, your lungs, your intestines, your liver. It covers all of your Your key organs, to where without the righteousness, if something hits you, it could kill you. It could hit you right in your heart. You see, righteousness is very important to living an eternal life. Amen? Walk in righteousness, people of God. Walk in righteousness. It is the way to eternal life. Hallelujah. Now, we must have the proper footwear. Have you ever went outside in the snow in flip-flops? Hmm. Yeah. Or, or have you wore snow boots in the summer? See, that, you, that, that's the wrong footwear for the wrong season. We must make sure we have the proper footwear on. Readiness. Readiness. See, when you are ready, then you're at peace. Have you ever uh, had to do something? The other day, my wife, she had to fill in for someone, hallelujah, and they were doing this interview. And, you know, my wife was like, well, you know, they, they said that they, they can't do it, so they'll reschedule. So I was like, okay, man, you're going to have to step in. The Bible says to be ready at all times. She stepped in and she was ready. Amen. She gave a, a interview. Glory be to God. Readiness. Readiness. When they call on you, are you ready? Amen. Hallelujah. When it's, re- when it's time to take that test, were you ready? Did you study? Did you do what you needed to do to be ready? Because when you're ready, you have confidence. You say, I, I got this thing. But when you're not ready, you get nervous. Fear kicks in. Fear is not a God. And when fear kicks in, it has a way of paralyzing people. And then you just botch everything. Amen. Hallelujah. Ready for battle. See, when you're ready for battle, there's peace in life. See, when you know that you're about to fight somebody that you know you can whip, You're confident compared to some 200-pound muscle-bound dude and you just weighing 150 pounds wet. You see, you kind of feel a
1: little,
0: (laughs) you're ready to run the opposite way. Amen. Ready for battle. Having good footing because of the gospel so that you won't slip and fall. Slip. And fall has taken on a, a spiritual meaning for spiritual soldiers who are not ready for battle. Having anxiety is like going into the battle barefoot. Is that you? Having anxieties in the middle of a fight? Go to Philippians chapter four and verse seven. Let's let's see what they. Talking about here in uh, Philippians, uh, right? Where is there? There's there's my Philippians. All right, Amen. Glory be to God. And that's four in verse seven. Four in verse seven. Philippians four and verse seven. And it reads, "Let's go." And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through. Christ Jesus, through Christ Jesus. The peace of God that passes anything that you can fathom. So keep your heart and mind peace. It's the peace of God. Amen. That will keep you. You can't keep yourself. Not in a, in a wolf, not in a spiritual warfare, not in a spiritual fight. You can't keep yourself. You got to turn to God and, and the peace of God. That, that, that path is all understanding to be able to keep your mind right and your heart right in the midst. Of spiritual warfare because you don't want to slip and fall because when you slip and fall have you ever been in a fight and you slipped and fell oh my God and the guy is standing over you and he is picking you and doing all you you don't have any way of winning when you're on the ground amen keep your peace keep your peace go to John fourteen uh, John fourteen let's see what John has to say in the gospel here John fourteen. In verse 27. John 14, in verse 27. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And it reads here, let's go. Peace I leave with you. The world gives, give I to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So, what is he saying? peace he gives to us. He leaves it here for us. But it's not as the world gives. His peace is not as the world gives. Amen? Amen. It's with you. Neither be afraid. Why? Because I am here with you. So the peace that is with you is with me and I'm here with you to fight Alongside of you. Be not afraid, but have faith. But have faith. But have faith. Readiness. Are you ready to fight? We should wake up every morning ready to fight. We should be putting on this armor every morning. Before our feet even hit the ground, we should be putting on this armor. Before we leave our house, we should be dressed in this armor. Hallelujah. Because the enemy, as soon as you open that one eye to see what time it is, he's in your head. He's in your cranium. He's pulling your he's pulling you down. You think you're going to have a good day. He's saying, no, you're going to have a bad day. Hallelujah. He's making things happen in your mind. To get you all set up for a bad day. Why? Because you're stuck in your emotions, stuck in your emotions, based upon your thoughts that the enemy planted in your mind. So you get up, the kids is running around acting crazy. You're trying to get them ready. You trying to get ready. Husbands weren't running around. Everybody's in the bathroom. You need the bathroom. You're yelling at everybody. And everybody's trying to figure out what's wrong with you. They don't know the enemy and you just had a fight and he kicked your butt. And now you're taking it out on everybody in the house. Is that you? But you know what? We got another piece of weaponry. See, everything that we're talking about here is defensive. There's only one offensive weapon that we have, but we have many different defend us from the wiles of the enemy that he brings our way. Amen? We have a shield, a shield of faith, a shield of faith. Whether it's an ancient Roman shield, are a modern-day riot shield. Shields are extremely vulnerable in battle. But they're also made to be more vulnerable when used together to form an interlocking shield. You know, have you seen them uh, uh, on TV as they're going through all this rioting and things like this, that they're all standing together and they all have these shields in front of them and they're locked like together to where nothing can get through. They can throw rocks and all kind of stuff. And all they're going to do is hit the shield unless they throw them up in the air and drop them down over to where they come above the shield. But, you know, if you watched, uh, what was that, that 300 uh, uh, when they used to fight in the olden days and they had their shields and they would they would do something to where they would would, would get up underneath the shields. And they would shoot the arrows, and the arrows would come down, and they would fall on the shields because they're all up underneath the shield because of how they position themselves. So the shields can protect you, as it says, from the fiery darts. Have you ever felt like you were, uh, had a headache in just one little tiny part of your head, you know, and it just goes,
1: woo,
0: like that? You see, that's a fiery dart. That's something that is being shot at your mind. Amen. See sometimes if we, if we were able to see in the spirit. This is real talk, people. If we were able to see in the spirit, do you know some of us are walking around with hatchets, arrows sticking all up in our heads. Figure out why we got back aches and this ache and that ache and always walking around with a headache because we got all kind of arrows stuck up in our head and a big old hatchet in in our back that was thrown by the enemy. Amen. Amen? Hallelujah. See, we need to go to a deliverance ministry. We need to go somewhere, hallelujah, to anoint uh, uh, someone that's anointed, that can see in the Spirit and start pulling these things up out of you. You can get some 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 peace in your body. Some of those aches and pains can go away. Those headaches that you continue to have, they call them migraines. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Sometimes it ain't a migraine. It's just that you got two or three uh, uh, arrows that have been shot at the same place. Mm -hmm. But the shield of faith that quenches every fiery dart will take care of it all for you. The shield. Amen. The shield. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let's take a look at the application, the spiritual application. Let's go to 1 John chapter uh, 5. Yeah, 1 John chapter 5 and uh, 4. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Faith. If you want to overcome the world, walk by faith not by sight you see that's one of the problems that we have people is we're too busy looking and reacting to what we see amen how many of you know what you see is an illusion hallelujah because there's no truth really in what we see look at these politicians on the tv they promise this they promise that they say this they say that and we sit up here and the next thing you know, everything they said was a lie, because they ain't doing none of it. Hallelujah. How many of y'all, hallelujah, have 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 gone have, have and bought a car and got a limit? But everything they said sounded good. The car looked good, but when you got it home two days later, it wasn't driving good. Amen. Walk by, by sight. Amen. I was talking earlier today about faith without works is dead. Amen. I need to share this with you people because this, this is real talk. We got to stop asking everybody and their mother to pray for us. We gotta, Just stop that. Stop it. Amen. Listen. The spirit of God if it resides in you, you have power. You have power. You have the you have the ability to speak a thing, and it shall come to pass by faith. So when you pray for your cousin to overcome this COVID-19, I want to share something else with you. Look at here. All these Benny Hens and all these healers, these miracle healers that took all y'all's money, that has taken your money, where are they at? Why, why ain't they having big crusades and filling the place up with all these COVID-19 folks and healing them? They all done ran for the border. I ain't heard from none of them. I ain't seen none one of them heal anybody from a COVID-19. Please, if I'm wrong, inbox me. I have not seen it, but here they got canes and wheelchairs and all kind of stuff all around them. Why aren't they using the gifts of God, hallelujah, to do the work of God? Faith, listen, people, when you pray, hallelujah, from that point, God heard your prayer. Now put some faith on it. Work it out. Praise God in the midst of not even knowing what's going to transpire for what it is that you desire, what you prayed for. Faith is a substance of things hoped for. Your hope that it comes through and the evidence of things not seen. I don't see it, but I believe it's going to happen. No, 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 no. What we do is this. We pick up the phone and call Billy. Billy, man, can you pray for my cousin? He got COVID-19, man. Come on, can you pray? Okay, man, thank you. Thank you. Who else can I call? I need need to get a prayer line going. Oh, come on, man. You need to get a praise line going. You done already prayed. Come on, let's get a praise line going. I'm going to call 1,000 people. We all going to praise God that this COVID is about to leave my cousin in the name of Jesus. Faith. that's faith. That's faith. That's the shield that will block, that will pour water on the fiery arrow that's coming your way. But we too busy wanting everybody to pray, but we don't believe what they even say. I got, I got a pastor friend of mine to say, if you're going to pray for me and you don't believe what you're praying, don't even pray for me. I don't want you praying for me if you don't believe it. it not make no sense. Don't make no sense. Amen? Glory be to God. The shield of faith. Faith, people. The class. We're walking in a time where faith, hallelujah, they talk about this vaccines going to be coming out soon. Amen? you don't get in line. No, Here, 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 here. I'm, I'm, let me share this. I'm, I got to share this with you. Now, my wife uh, went to her mother's in Florida and uh, she contracted this, this COVID, right? And so she got there, and they went in, and she got tested, and they said, oh, you got COVID, right? And they tried to tell her she got to stay there. She said, the devil is not alive. I'm going home. Yeah, you ain't going to keep me down up in here in this door. You go, Uh-uh-uh. Amen. Hallelujah. And so she come on home. Now, this is like a month ago. You know what? Now, so, now see, I told, I've been telling folks. I said, no, I am not getting tested. Why? Because I'm not going to be put in nobody's system for my name to be up there talking about I had this to where they can track me, follow me, and do all this other kind of stuff. Nope, ain't happening to me. Guess what? This was in Georgia, right? We here in Washington, on the other side of the country. She get this call today. She said, hello to uh, Donna Baxter. She said, this is her. She said, This is the health department. We called them because we found out that you got the COVID. The COVID 19 trackers, that's what they call them. Double agents. Oh boy, I'm telling you, they got her in the system. So if you done got tested, you in the system. And, and see, the whole this whole thing is about getting you in the system. Wake up, ye sleepers. Come on, man, wake up, wake up, wake up. Come on, they lie. Uh, That's a whole other topic of conversation. But anyway, the point that I'm getting at here is we must walk by faith, not by sight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, and she's cured. She ain't got no COVID. I ain't got no COVID. We all good. This house is is, is full of the Holy Ghost. So if you're sick, just walk on in the house. You'll probably fall on your lips. But when you get up, you'll be healed. Amen. Glory be to God. Listen. We're going to talk about the helmet. We're going to talk about the helmet. The helmet of salvation. Salvation. Freedom. See, we all desire to be free. Amen. And in order to be free, we must put the helmet on. Why? Because the helmet covers the control center, your brain, your heart. Amen. Go to 1 Thessalonians 5 in verse 8. 1 Thessalonians 5 in verse 8. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Ooh, God, I hope y'all getting something out of this, because if you ain't, I surely is. I got something out of it when I was going over it, and I'm getting even more out of it. I like to dig, man. I like to dig. The, the, The further you dig, the more stuff you come up with, because, you know, the further down you get, that's where the gold's at. The gold ain't on the surface. The gold is down you know amen it's down yeah you got to go deep and the deeper you go the more truth you find the more truth you find the more freer you become amen hallelujah study the word to show thyself approved first thessalonians 5 and verse 8 it reads this but let us who are of the day be sober putting on the breastplate of righteousness and love and for an helmet the hope of salvation the hope of freedom the hope hallelujah faith is the substance of things hoped for so we got to walk in faith we got to walk in love faith in love faith in love hallelujah faith and love. Of course, the helmet protects your head, but the point here is that it protects your mind. The mind trolls sinners. The Bible says, do not be conformed to this world, be transformed by the renewing of what? Your mind in the washing of the word, Satan attacks our false information just like the fake news that we hear same thing how many y'all believe this fake news because if you believe the fake news you believe in the fake (laughs) that's coming into your mind (laughs) amen false information propaganda formation half-truths outright lies he is the father of lies So when you tell a white lie, guess what? Guess who your father is? When you tell that Jehovah witness, my mama is asleep. When she in the kitchen cooking bacon for you. When you answer the phone and you say, my dad ain't home. When he's in his easy, his lazy boy watching the football game. These white lies, amen, is making father. Daddy, don't lie. So we all, including myself, we really need to take a look at what we say and make sure that it's true. Amen. Glory be to God. Listen. Turn with me, real quick. I want to show you some. Go to Proverbs chapter two, verse ten. And we're going to read Proverbs chapter two, verse ten and eleven. I want to show you something real quick. Proverbs chapter two, verse ten. And 11, okay, me 6, 6 o'clock, we're on one hour, okay, we're doing good, good with time. All right, Proverbs 2, chapter 10 and 11. It says this, when wisdom enters into your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, desertion shall preserve you and understanding will keep you. When, when you don't have the wisdom, God, you you, you tend to do things that fools do. You act foolish because the wisdom is not there. The enemy comes in and he drops pebbles into your mind. Half-truths, misinformation, fake news, outright lies. And you give in to them because you believe them. You have faith in them. And when you react to them, you come to find that they weren't what you thought they were. Lies never are. Amen. The helmet of salvation, of freedom. I'm going to take a quick look at something here. I think it's James uh, chapter 1 and verse 5. Chapter 1 and verse 5. Yeah, chapter 1 and verse 5. Listen, this is one thing that we all need, people. We don't need the wisdom of this world. We need the wisdom of God. Solomon. God said, "Ask and I'll, I will give unto you." He said, "Man, I, I just I just want some wisdom to know how to deal with your hard headed people down here." And he said, "You know what? I'll give you wisdom, but because you didn't ask for riches, I'll give you those two. He was the wisest man and the richest man. Amen. We need to ask God for wisdom. But be very mindful what you ask for because you'll be challenged to where you have to use wisdom. Amen. This is how, you, see, this is how God works. God's ways are not our ways. He just ain't going to hit your up the head with a wand and you got it. See, that's a lie. That's a lie from the pit of hell. He's going to put stuff in front of you to where you got to work this thing out. Amen. Ooh, boy, you better prepare yourself if you asking for patience because you're going to be put in every impatient position to work out that patience in you. Amen. This is how God works people. Amen. He says here in verse five, he says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men liberally. Let me tell you, you ask God for wisdom. It's a wrap. It's guaranteed. He's going to give it. He's going to give it. He's going to give it. He gives it freely. Okay. He gives it freely. He's not going to tell you to to, to do a flip-flop, and then I'll, I'll give it. He gives it to you, no problem. But the one thing is this. You got to ask in faith, nothing wavering, no doubting. He says, for he that wavers is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and pause. What is he saying? He's saying one minute you believe in God, the next minute you don't. Next minute you believe, next minute you don't. You go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And let the brother of low degree rejoice in in that he be exalted. Note that first night I meant to go here. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man God can't trust. Let me tell you, women. If you had a minded husband one minute, he loved you next minute, he didn't would you trust him? Amen. If you had a wife that was double minded one minute, she loved you other she didn't, would you would you would you trust her? So why do you expect God to trust you being double minded if you ain't gonna trust somebody that's double minded? Come on, let's get it right now, people. Let's just get it right. Amen. Glory be to God. rely or confide in the armor of God but in the God of this armor. You hear what I'm saying? Do not put your confidence in the armor of God but put your confidence in the God of the armor because all of our weapons are only mighty through God. Only through God. Amen. Amen. Do you understand that if you try to fight alone, that you will most likely lose? See, we were not created to fight a spiritual battle by ourselves. We weren't created to fight a spiritual battle by ourselves. We have too many spiritual angels. We have too much weaponry in the spirit realm. That if we call upon it, the enemy knows it's over. So he doesn't want us to understand. He doesn't want us to know what we have in the spirit realm that is working on our behalf. He wants us to think all we got is us. And if that's what we think, we're going to get beat up every day, just like that bully that as soon as you walk out of the house, he's waiting for you on the corner. And he's beating your butt the whole way to school, the whole day at school, all the way home until you get home and you get some rest from getting beat up until the next day. When you get tired of that? Day after day after day. Some of us are going through that. With the enemy, day after, day after day after day, after day after day after day, getting beat up, tormented, tore down to the point to where we, we became addicts and alcoholics and, 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 and angry people because we don't know what else to do because no one's ever taught us how to fight in the spirit. God bless you for being on the line. God bless you. Hallelujah. For listening to this podcast. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, listen. We have help, people. We have help. We have help. We have the Father. Is your relationship with the Father truly an Abba relationship? You see, a lot of us say that we have a relationship with God. But we really have to ask ourselves, do we really? Have a Abba relationship with God. He is your father. You must pray to him. You must trust him as the perfect caring father that he is. I'm going to give you some scriptures that will back that up for time purpose. I don't want to hold y'all up. I know on the East Coast it's it's pretty late. But you can go to Matthew chapter 6, booktores 6 through 8. You can also go to Matthew chapter 6. And look at verse 26. Amen. You can go to Luke. Chapter 12. And look at verse 30 through 32. You also go to Romans. Chapter 8. And verse 15. As well as Ephesians. Chapter 1 and verse 3. The Father. You have a relationship with the Father. A true relationship. Where you. Pray, you talk to him, you communicate with him, you trust in him. Amen. The Father, hallelujah, will be there for you. Not to say he wouldn't be there for you if you didn't do these things, but what, 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 really, what Father, hallelujah, these, 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 these men, but they take, they love their children and they'll do anything for them. But what you think our Heavenly Father, who is all love, even to a rebellious child, would not still provide their need. But what about a child that is obedient and following and loving and communicating? He will be there to help fight the battle. Amen. We also have our brother. Authority has been given to Jesus. He is Our hope and our salvation amen so we can call upon the lord jesus in times of trouble amen and he will come and defend us our father it says is a strong tower that we can run to amen for safety glory be to god we also have the holy spirit the power hallelujah We also have the church and the saints. Amen. And we have the angels that we can direct on what to do and where to go and call them. Do you have unemployed angels in your life? What do I mean? I mean, you don't call on them to do nothing for you. They just sit around eating bonbons, watching TV, because you don't call on them to fight for you at all. Amen. You don't send them out. Begin to call on the angels of God. I command the angels of God to go in the name of Jesus and come against every principality that is trying to come against me in the name of Jesus. And because of the anointing upon you and the spirit within you, they must obey. Hallelujah. You better call them angels out. Stop giving them an unemployment check. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We got the word of God. Know it. Memorize it. Study it. Immerse yourself in it because it's God's truth. And guess what? The truth will set you free. The Bible is an entire army. It it will do everything for you because everything is in it. God's in it. And it's a lie. Let me ask you something. Why do we neglect the very thing given in order that we may win the battle? Why do we neglect it? Talks about this in Psalms 119 and Hebrews chapter 4 and verse. Matter of fact, let's go there real quick. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 4. And verse 12, why do we we neglect the one thing that gives us the ability to overcome the enemy? The Bible says that for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thought and intent of the heart. Now, i want to ask you a question. When you go to church and the man of God is preaching out of the word of God, why is everybody leaving feeling good? Because I know if I'm getting cut and things are being divided, my thoughts are being divided from the right thoughts and the wrong thoughts. Hallelujah. And it's going down to the spirit and soul to where they can see the motive behind what I'm doing. Man, my My sin nature is being exposed, and it don't feel good. Somebody lying. No, we talk about, oh, we have no, you ain't having church. Because when you have church, you don't feel good. You're exposed, and you repent. Everybody walking out to church, talking about how good the choir was, getting into their car, picking up that blunt putting it in their mouth and going on like they ain't ever been to church. Come on, man. Y'all just did Come on, man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why folks don't, don't like dealing with me, because I just tell it like it is. I tell it like it. I tell the truth and shame the devil. The truth needs to be told, not sold. Hallelujah! Y'all tired of getting pimped, getting all your money taken, feeling good? Hallelujah! You need to find a church where you're getting cut up, where you're being exposed your sin nature, so you can get right with God. Forget about getting right with the world. The world's going to hell in a handbasket. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Prayer. We got prayer, people. These are weapons. The weapons that we have to overcome the enemy. Prayer. Hallelujah! Look it up, Ephesians chapter 6 and 18, James, chapter 5 and verse 16, First Thessalonians, chapter 5 and verse 17. Amen. These talk about prayer and the power behind prayer. Hallelujah. You know, you can pray things into existence. You can pray your way out of a headlock. You can pray your way out if you believe it. Hallelujah. 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 Let me tell you, there's a language in heaven. There's a language in heaven. Hallelujah. It unlocks all the hurt and bitterness that is in the heart of a man. It unlocks it. Amen. It's called forgiveness. Forgiveness is the language of heaven. Amen. Forgiveness is the key that unlocks all the hurt and bitterness in a person's heart. It's a key. It's a key. Unlocks the hurt and bitterness of a person's heart. Forgiveness is the essence of the Christian life. Now, 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 you you hear what I'm saying? Forgiveness is the essence of Christian life. Why is it we ain't forgiven? This is the essence of a life of a believer. Why aren't we forgiven? Why are we holding grudges against our You know what? The Bible says that we are not to take our brother to a world court and sue him. But we got all kind of Christians taking their brother to court and suing him for what? Money is the root it's all evil supposed to forgive our brother how is it that we're going to go to the altar the bible says to leave your your, to leave your 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 sacrifice at the altar and go make it right with your brother and then come back to the altar and give because whatever you give it ain't going to do nothing for you because you got unforgiveness in your heart how can you forgive or ask for forgiveness from God and you can't forgive because your forgiveness from God is acquainted to the forgiveness that you give to your brothers or sisters. You can't forgive. Guess what? You ain't got too much forgiveness coming from God. That's in the Bible. It's the essence of a Christian life, forgiveness. It's the language of heaven, forgiveness. Retaliation is the language of the earth. Retaliation. I used to be a I used to be a retaliator, man. I blow up somebody's house. I was bad with it, man. I, I I I was bad. I like to get people I like to get people when they least expect it. When they're having a good time and all of a sudden, bam, here I am. God changed my ways. And if that's you, he can change your ways. Forgive, 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 amen, hallelujah, I had to, man, I had to do, I had to walk through some stuff, hallelujah, I had to get on my knees and and just begin to forgive, begin to ask God to, to bless them with everything that I want, God, give them good health. Hallelujah, give them a sound mind, Father God. Hallelujah, bless their kids and their and they kids. And I didn't mean a word of it. I did this for 28 days. You know why? Because it takes 28 days to create a habit. By the time I got to the 17th, 18th day, man, I'm praying all kind of stuff. And I'm meaning it now. I'm in tears crying for this person that did me wrong. You know, let, 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 let me be real with y'all. Listen. There was a, a friend of mine that that went out with one of my ex-girlfriends that left me that I still had feelings for, and he's messing around with her, and I wanted to kill them both. I don't, I mean, not, I didn't want to kill him. I just, you know, I was very upset. I was very hurt, and so I had to apply what I just speak spoke to you guys, okay, to this. And and, and one day he called me, you know. Now, now I've been. It's about a month and a half I've been praying. Right, every time they would come to my mind, I would just go straight into prayer. You know what I'm saying? And he called me, you know, and he been, like, hey man, uh, uh, I hear that you go to this gym over here, you wanna go work out? I said sure, man, yeah, no problem, yeah. You know, and uh, we had no problem, had a good time. And when I left, I was like, oh my goodness, wow. You know, he, I'm spotting him underneath the bench press. You know what I'm saying? I could have just said, man, you. You know, you messin'. Cause see, back in the day, I would have just said that. You expect me to? No, you lift that way, dog. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? But, but, but I was able to forgive, to forgive, and have a great workout with this with this individual. You know, and 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 we still friends. I don't see him anymore. I don't know where he's at. But if I did, I would. You know, we would. You know, we would converse and this and and you know we were able to talk about the situation and I was able to explain to him how I felt as time went but we must forgive we must forgive because forgiveness is the uh, the the, uh, the essence of the Christian life amen i'm going to stop right there i got i'm going to stop right there we're going to get into next week we're going to get in more depth more depth i'm sorry more in more in depth with some more advanced training tactics hallelujah so that we can say hallelujah what i'm going to do is i'm going to open up the line for any if anyone has any questions hallelujah or uh, any prophetic words well I'm, I'm having some difficulties people i don't know my music's not playing and it's not allowing me to open up the lines Uh, The enemy is really upset, but boy, we gave him some black eyes tonight. So if you guys have any questions, any concerns, please inbox me or inbox my wife and we will make sure that we will get them back to you, the answers back to you if you are in need of prayer, amen, send us your prayer request. Now, if you've already had somebody pray or if you prayed, Just let us know I have prayed, and what we will do, we will touch and agree, and praise God. We'll run. He's with you by faith. Hallelujah! It is done, and it is so. If you have prayed, if you have not prayed, just go ahead and send the request. We will pray and we will praise until the prayer comes to pass. And believe me, the prayer will come to pass. Amen. Hallelujah! I don't want to keep y'all too long. Hallelujah, I know the East Coast is getting real late over there. but I just want to say this. I love y'all. I love each and every one of you. Listen, we must learn to fight. We can't be lazy. Not in these times, people. We must pray. We must read our word. Amen. We must stay vigilant. We must keep our spiritual eyes and ears open. We must discern the spirit and know that it is of God. We must study the word to show thyself approved believe what everybody says find out for yourself research amen get it from the holy ghost he's the teacher amen glory be to god and remember this people walk by faith not by sight god bless you hallelujah we'll see you next week same time same place be blessed